Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. The Seattle Seahawks, they suffered their fourth loss in five weeks, falling in overtime to the Pittsburgh Steelers 23-20. But the thing is, is that it all felt secondary after the game because of the injury suffered by defensive lineman Daryl Taylor. And you may have seen some updates about Taylor's condition online. Pete Carroll on Monday came out and said that they got a really, really positive report. His MRI was clear. His CT scan was clear. He did not have a neck injury, but he did say that he got jammed pretty good and that the injury may be more toward his shoulder, but they're going to take some time and figure that out. And even though we have those updates now, here was Pete Carroll's reaction immediately following the game. I'm giving you preliminary because I usually don't do this just because I want to give you something positive. They were clear that on the, the CT scans were, were clear. Um, so that's a really good preliminary report for you. There's more tests to be done and stuff like that. So we're thrilled about that news. He was so mad about having to be taken off the field like that. He wanted to get up. They just wouldn't let him do it because they had to do the, you know, all of the, the secure message, uh, methods to take care of him and all that. Man, he, he didn't want any part of that. And if you were asking yourself why in overtime Alex Collins was not on the field after having an outstanding third and fourth quarter in this game, here's what Pete had to say about Alex Collins' condition. Alex had a couple things. He got hit. He got hit in the in the glute, and and uh, then he got hit in the hip too on the other in the front of the same side, I believe. So his hip was kind of jacked up. So I thought he played a fantastic football game. He looked so good out there, made so many good plays and, and all, um, but he couldn't finish it. Before moving on to some general reflections on the game, it's also worth noting that left guard Damian Lewis was taken out of the game after suffering a sprain in the AC joint of his shoulder. Hopefully the second year player will be able to bounce back from that. But now let's get into Pete Carroll's general reflections following the loss to the Pittsburgh Steelers. This was a heck of a football game tonight. And uh, the illustration that it shows us that it ain't ever over, you know, (laughs) and that uh, how you start doesn't tell the story how you finish. And um, uh, to see our club to come back like we did in in so many aspects of our game and and play like that. to give us a chance to get ahead and, and, and have a chance to win a football game. And it was beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. And everybody had to hang to do that. All phases had to do it. Um, uh, it was, it was really impressive. <laughs> and, uh, um, the hard part is we lose and, uh, you know, I, I can't help these guys with that one, you know, all the effort, all the, all the plays, all, all the, uh, the come through in the, in the heart and all that kind of stuff, you know, okay, but we didn't win. So, and that's that's just that's that's the game. But uh god dang I'm proud of these guys. <laughs> Jeez. I'm so proud to see that happen. Uh and see them fight like that and, and, and turn the game and, and uh the guys up front the offensive line to play like they did in the second half, come through and, and, and keep knocking line of scrimmage like they did, give our running backs a chance to go. Alex's effort was phenomenal. Uh, DJ Dallas played excellent football for us. Homer was hobbling and he he, he almost broke one to win it. Um so there was just a lot of great plays and, and a lot of great effort in this game, but uh, uh, good job by their uh, by their guys. You know they hung tough and, and got the play they needed at the end and uh, finished it off. So uh, credit to Mike and his his team. They, that's this is a great program and they show you they show you why they do great things. Pete also talked directly about quarterback Geno Smith's performance. He was solid. I thought he, uh, he he managed the game well. He gave us a chance to win the football game. Um, unfortunately, you know, he gets the ball knocked out on that last play uh, 
was, I'm, I don't know who made the tackle, but it was a great hit. And, and uh, you know, it, it kills him because this, Gino knew this was, these are extraordinary opportunities for him. And he wants to come through. He wants to show that, you know, that he can do it and play and, and all that. And it, it kills him that, that he wasn't able to finish it. Um, but I thought he played tough as hell. And I thought he was, he was clear and calm and poised exactly like he'd hoped he would be. And, and uh, this game was not too big for him at all. He was right there. And here's what Geno Smith had to say, reflecting on his own performance on Sunday Night Football. Gosh, man, hate coming up short, you know, but uh, hard fought game. Um, I love the way our line played, man. They really set the tone in that second half, uh, really gave us a chance, you know, to come back and win it. And, uh, you know, that, that last drive, man, you know, that's all I was thinking, man, just take us down there and score somehow, some way. And, man, we can't keep coming up short. I can't keep coming up short, you know. I put that on myself, you know, back-to-back weeks. Our defense gives us us a chance to go out there and score, give me the ball, and, uh, you know, we don't get it done. And so, you know, that's solely on me, and uh, I vow to be better. Gino was also asked about how the Seahawks were able to make that comeback in the second half. Well, you know, number one, our line, you know, they were moving guys. They were mowing guys the whole whole second half, man. They, they did a phenomenal job in the run game and in pass protection. Um, and I think, you know, as far as changes go, I wouldn't say there was, were many changes. I just, I just think we, you know, we finished better. We, we finished better. We played with clean hands, didn't have many penalties. And, uh, you know, we got in the end zone. Coming back around to some of Pete Carroll's thoughts, because we can't go any further without talking about Pete Carroll's comments on cornerback Trey Brown. I thought he looked really good. The, the opportunities he had, he was right where he was supposed to be for the most part. I, I got to see the film and all that. But uh, when he had the chance to make some plays, he looked like he was on it. That's all he's shown us. You know, like I've told you guys that, that that's that's what he's been doing. And, and uh, um, that was a really good first go, you know. And here it is on Sunday night and the whole thing. And it was not too big for him at all. He, he's been brought up right in the way he played in, in Oklahoma and all in those all those big games and all that. This was not too big for him. He was really poised and, and did a nice job um, and deserves to play more. The rookie fourth-round pick was also on the podium after the Seahawks game. And here's what he had to say about his first opportunity for playing time. Man, it was just like, man, it was it was crazy. Uh, I'm sorry because you know my mind is. But uh, it was just I was looking, for this, looking forward to this for a while. And um, they gave me, they called my name and I was like, man, I got to go up there and make plays, you know, seeing Ben Roethlisberger out there, trying not to be starstruck by anything, you know, because he's a Hall of Fame player and just seeing all these guys and just being out there for the first time. It was a wonderful, like I said, it was a wonderful feeling to be out there, man. Bobby Wagner, who had a really nice game against the Steelers, he also has mentored Brown throughout the injury process. And he talked about the young cornerback's debut. He did great, man. You know, we, we talked a little bit before, um, you know, going out to the game and, you know, I just told him play free. Um, I, I know it was a long time ago, but I still remember being a rookie and there's a lot going on in your head. And, um, you know, you don't want to try to do too much. But, you know, he had a really big tackle um, on that third down, you know, where a guy could have got a first down had he not uh, broke so quick. So uh, I'm excited to see him kind of grow and get more opportunity to play. And it's going to be fun to watch him play. Bobby also touched on some of the defensive improvements that the Seahawks made in this game. I felt we did a better job in, in uh, pass coverage. You know, I think they um, tried DJ a couple times down the middle. Um, you know, I think we were really good in tackling. Um, we got off the field. Um, I think our numbers was like 5 and 14, uh, something like that, on um, third down, which is, is huge for us. So, you know, we had some improvements, but, um, you know, we have to do more. we got to find a way to get the ball, um, you know, put our offense in better positions. There's a lot of stuff that, that we can do better that we can 
Um, they're easy fixes and uh, we'll get it done. Now let's hear from two offensive players, DK Metcalf, who really made it well known that he was not into answering questions following the game. And Will Disley about how the team can bounce back from the loss. First, here's DK clearly frustrated with the team's performance after the last few games. We've been fighting for three, four weeks now, and we still get the same results. So, no, I don't know what to tell you. And finally, here's Will Disley, who finished the day with two catches for eight yards and a touchdown. You know, we got to have a great mindset, really. Um, you know, I think it starts, um, you know, on the offense. Like you got to, you got to create energy and uh, understand the ebbs and flows of the game and how to ride that energy. Um, you know, today we started slow. I think that affected our team. You can see the spark that it created when we were able to make some plays in the second half, what that does for our team. So, you know, it's just it's creating that spark. Um, it doesn't have to come from a big play. It can come from physical play, run play. But just understanding what that does for the defense and helping them um, get going. And then, uh, yeah, like you said, just find a way to win games, you know. Um, we're all – there's a tremendous amount of talent, and so we just got to channel that and go get some wins. A quick look at the statistical leaders from this game. Alex Collins finished with 20 carries, 101 yards, and a touchdown. DK Metcalf led the Seahawks in receiving with six catches, 58 yards. And Geno Smith went 23 of 32 for 209 yards and a touchdown. On the defensive side of the ball, Bobby Wagner and Jordan Brooks had 14 tackles each. And DJ Reed had two nice passes defensed. A big thanks to Wilson Kahn for helping to produce this episode. You can follow him on Twitter at Wilson underscore Kahn, C-O-N-N. Be sure and check out fieldgoals.com. Yes, it's back up. It was down earlier on Monday, but it is back up. So you can check out Cigar Thoughts from Jackson Bevins. You can check out the winners and losers from Mookie Alexander. That's all there for you up at fieldgoals.com. I will be back with Clinton Bonner. We are going to be talking three in, three out. And actually, if you head on over to the Seahawkers podcast YouTube channel, you can catch us there. Not just the audio video too. Seahawkers podcast channel on YouTube. But if you want to wait, it'll be here too, right in your field goals feed. So until then, go Hawks.